Hello, this is Rima Izem from the Biopharmaceutical Section of the American Statistical Association. In this podcast, we'll discuss a special issue on non-clinical statistics from the journal Statistics in Biopharmaceutical Research. To discuss this special issue, uh, we are speaking with the two editors, Tim Schofield and Stan Alton. Tim Schofield is Managing Director of Arlanda, a statistic consulting and software company specializing in the area of non-clinical statistics. Stan Alton is a Senior Director and Jensen Fellow in the Non-Clinical Statistics and Computing Department at Jensen Pharmaceutical Research and Development, a Johnson & Johnson company. Our first question to uh, the two editors is uh, the following. How did the special issue of non-clinical statistics in the Journal of Statistics and Biopharmaceutical Research come about? Uh, well, before I begin, uh, thank you, uh, Rima, for giving us uh, an opportunity to talk about non-clinical statistics in the context of uh, this special issue. And uh, the papers for this uh, special non-clinical issue were uh, drawn from uh, presentations made at Harvard University in October 2009, uh, where the first U.S. conference devoted solely to non-clinical statistics uh, was held. And I'd like to expand on this by giving a little bit of background to where non-clinical statistics fits in the pharmaceutical and biotechnology drug development process and provide some historical context that made possible the first non-clinical conference and subsequently the special non-clinical issue of the SBR. Uh, Tim will uh, delve into greater detail about what non-clinical statistics is about. So uh, let me just give a, a brief description regarding uh, clinical and non-clinical studies carried out by uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies. Uh, so when we say clinical uh, statistics, this covers the design and evaluation of studies involving human test subjects, whereas uh, when we use the term non-clinical, statistics, this covers the support of non-human studies arising from three main areas. Uh, the first is uh, the discovery phase, where important therapeutic compounds are being uh, identified. Uh, the second is the safety and pharmacology studies, uh, uh, once compounds have been identified, in mainly in animal models. And the third is chemical, biological, and pharmaceutical development of formulations, manufacturing processes, and uh, chemical assays. Now, the uh, non-clinical aspects cover the entire uh, time span of the pharmaceutical development process, beginning, uh, as I mentioned, with the early discovery phase, uh, all the way through the regulatory submission for marketing licensure and into the full commercialization phase. And the papers uh, that were selected represent a wide variety of topics from these three main areas. And they were selected from presenters who submitted manuscripts based on their presentations and went through the normal refereeing process uh, coordinated by a special committee of associate editors uh, who were drawn from the 2009 conference uh, organizing committee. And the common thread that tied the papers together was that they represented innovative data analysis uh, approaches to important problems in non-clinical studies. These included Bayesian orthogonal regression, semi-linear canonical correlation analysis, linear production rules, uh, mixed modeling approaches, uh, statistical considerations in formulating quality statements and ROC analyses. Now let me turn to the 2009 conference. 
Uh, it actually goes back to 2003 when a group of non-clinical statistical managers and leaders uh, drawn mainly from pharmaceutical companies on the East Coast uh, held a meeting to discuss current issues in the management of non-clinical departments. Uh, the group continued to meet in succeeding years, uh, expanding to include members from both uh, coasts as well as the Midwest. Uh, in 2008, the group uh, took on a name, the Non-Clinical Biostatistics Leaders Forum, uh, the NCBLF, with the goal of enhancing leadership and excellence in science as well as to raise a level of awareness of the role of non-clinical statistics in the pharmaceutical and biotechnology industries. Uh, it would do this through technical conferences, publications, and professional meetings. Uh, a conference organizing committee was formed in 2008 consisting of representatives from industry and the FDA and charged with the task of developing the conference program in collaboration with Harvard University's Department of Biostatistics. Uh, the many months of planning and the hard work of the organizing committee led to the first non-clinical conference in 2009. Uh, the website address is uh, www.ncb2009.org. And then uh, a second conference in 2011. Both of these are direct outgrowths of the NCBLS goal to raise the visibility of non-clinical statistics. This special non-clinical issue of the SBR was a natural choice to put into print papers from, uh, from the uh, conference. Uh, I wanted to mention also that we had support from our uh, European uh, non-clinical colleagues who had uh, uh, established the biennial conference starting in 2006. So to some extent, they were a model for our conference. And several of our European uh, colleagues were members of the 2009 organizing committee. Uh, we're very optimistic that uh, this tradition of an annual non-clinical conference alternating between the U.S. and Europe uh, will continue uh, as we begin plans now to hold a 2013 conference at Villanova University in Pennsylvania. And uh, it's anticipated that the conferences will uh, serve as an important source of papers for future uh, special non-clinical issues of the SBR. Thank you. This is this is great. Now we're going to delve into the second question, which is, uh, what is non-clinical statistics? Like uh, Stan, I'd like to thank you for the uh, chance to uh, uh, talk about uh, this field in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, I think, as you know, there are numerous areas of statistical support in the pharmaceutical industry which can generally be categorized into four categories. Uh, the ones that Stan mentioned already and the one that's most prominent in people's minds is support of studies in clinical populations. And this includes epidemiology studies, clinical trials, and uh, post-licensure studies uh, with drugs, biopharmaceuticals, and vaccines. Another area of support is in the science and engineering studies that are performed to develop a pharmaceutical or biopharmaceutical compound. A third of these, uh, and also an equally important area of statistical support, is to the manufacturing and the quality control of uh, pharmaceutical products. And then finally, uh, last but certainly not least, is support of business studies, including marketing, and a ever-growing field of uh, health economics. Uh, as Stan said, the Non-Clinical Biostatistics Conference uh, 
deals with a number of these areas, and in fact, uh, two of the areas that I mentioned, primarily those of the laboratory support to the sciences and engineering sciences, uh, as well as to the support uh, post-licensure of manufacturing and quality control. Furthermore, you know, he noted that these can be possibly broken down into three specialty areas, and they were the context for the three sections of the conference and the three sections of the special issue in the, uh, in the journal. Uh, the discovery area is devoted to applications which yield new candidate molecules and, in fact, novel technologies for product development in the laboratory and in the clinic. It's a think tank type of job. This includes high throughput screening where statistical methods are utilized to facilitate selection from large panels of potential therapeutic molecules, biomarker research where non-clinical statisticians collaborate with the biomarker laboratories as well as clinicians and their clinical statistics colleagues to develop assays which help forecast clinical outcomes. And there's always uh, uh, other areas, but noteworthy recently are the areas of genomics and proteomics, which are developing sciences that help us understand the, uh, the uh, biology, if you will, of pharmaceutical substances. The second area, the preclinical area, comprises safety and pharmacology studies where early evidence of toxicity and systemic effects of drugs and vaccines are studied in animals before being used in human trials. The special issue of SBR highlights the role of statistics in non-genotoxic carcinogenicity and tumorigenicity studies, among others. Uh, this is a small sampling of the use of statistical methods to help mitigate the risks before introducing no novel chemical and biological therapies into humans. And then finally, the third area that Stan mentioned uh, is called chemistry, manufacturing, and control, which is usually labeled CM and C. Uh, it's the area devoted to the development of the manufacturing process for a drug or biological and the quality control testing of the commercial product. Statistical contributions to this area of the pharmaceutical development and manufacturing process have escalated recently due to a regulatory initiative which is called Quality by Design. Quality by Design has shifted attention away from testing quality into products to building quality into the manufacturing process. Statisticians work together with manufacturing and analytical scientists to design experiments which help elucidate the sources of manufacturing and analytical variability, thus guiding efforts to improve product quality and reliability. This approach is encouraged by regulatory authorities as a means to communicate decisions that are made throughout the pharmaceutical development process. The field of non-clinical statistics is challenging in the varieties of applications and methodologies in the evolving landscape of novel therapeutics and advanced technologies and due to the increasing demand for superior product quality. The non-clinical statistician must be both a scientist and a leader in the effort to assure that safe and effective therapies and vaccines reach the patient. And we're hoping that these articles reach a population of people who would like to join us uh, in this quest to improve uh, product quality and assure uh, safety and eff efficacy of our products. 
That's actually a great uh, segue into our, like, our last question. So how does one become engaged in practice of non-clinical statistics? To answer this question, uh, Rima, I'd like to first give uh, a little background on the need for and the important role that statisticians play in pharmaceutical and biotechnology companies and uh, related devices, vaccines, and consumer businesses. Uh, it also has to do with how highly regulated the pharmaceutical business is. Uh, the ability to market a, a pharmaceutical product by a company uh, referred to as the sponsor uh, in the United States to treat or prevent a disease or a health condition uh, requires a license granted by the Food and Drug Administration. The license is granted following the uh, submission of strong evidence uh, by the uh, uh, sponsor supporting its claim of efficacy, safety, and manufacturability. The evidence is contained in the new drug application, or the NDA, summarizing key clinical and non-clinical studies. In supporting clinical and non-clinical studies, statisticians are key contributors to the design of studies, the modeling and analysis, and the reporting of the results, which form the basis for the claims made in the NDA. Because of the importance of statistics in the summarization and interpretation of these studies, it's not surprising that companies hire and retain substantial numbers of statisticians as part of their research and development organizations. The need for statisticians is also driven by regulatory initiatives such as quality by design. Uh, medical health uh, regulatory authorities worldwide are promoting the quality by design paradigm to drive formulation and process uh, development in an effort to develop a scientific understanding of drug manufacturability. Consequently, there is a special need for statisticians with strong interest in training in experimental design, linear and nonlinear mixed modeling, Bayesian approaches, and quality control methods. Uh, employment opportunities in these and other non-clinical areas exist at pharmaceutical and biotechnology companies as well as regulatory agencies where statisticians review non-clinical studies carried out by sponsoring companies. There are a number of other opportunities to become engaged in non-clinical statistics. One is to attend a conference such as the Non-Clinical Biostatistics Conference that we were uh, just talking about. The next offering of the Non-Clinical Biostat Conference will be in October of 2013 at Villanova University, Pennsylvania. Other conferences such as the Midwest Biopharmaceutical Statistics Workshop and the FDA Industry Statistics Workshop offer sessions on many of the topics which we've highlighted here. Professionally, graduate students can take advantage of uh, internship opportunities in many large pharmaceutical companies. These are usually summer internships where a student works within the non-clinical statistics department meeting with scientists and engineers and under the guidance of, a, of a, an experienced statistician uh, to provide solutions to one or more uh, pharmaceutical projects. Internships are offered by some graduate programs in fulfillment of requirements for a statistics degree. Finally, someone interested in non-clinical statistics can search the literature for interesting applications and solutions. Uh, among journals published uh, by the ASAR Statistics in Biopharmaceutical Research, uh, uh, the journal we've been talking about, uh, as well as uh, Technometrics, uh, featuring statistics for the physical, chemical, and engineering sciences. Uh, the Journal of Biopharmaceutical Statistics also publishes non-clinical papers. 
An equally valuable resource is the scientific and engineering literature. Articles using sound approaches to statistical design and analysis feature both the value of statistics in deriving reliable conclusions in pharmaceutical research and development, as well as the richness of opportunities to employ statistical thinking. So we would encourage uh, statisticians and students who are uh, interested in pursuing a, uh, a career or an, uh, an employment path in, uh, in non-clinical statistics to consider these options.